Hi, guys. Welcome back to She Speaks Bravo. I'm Emily, and that's Kendrick. Why, hello. And we normally talk Bravo. We normally talk true crime, but we also talk about White Lotus, and that is what we're going to start with today. Mm-hmm. And so if you are not already subscribed, get subscribed because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. Uh, if not more, because there's been a lot of content to put out. Uh, if you're already subscribed, though, love you, mean it. Thank you so much for your support. Um, I've got a little announcement, though. I know I normally do video stuff for the YouTube, but guess what? What? I also was I was selected as if it's like a big lottery I won, but I kind of feel like <laughs> I did. Um, Spotify has the video option for certain shows, and they have selected this show here at She Speaks Bravo to participate. So this will now be available as a video on Spotify. Nice! I know. So, yeah, so this is going to be very multi What's multi-use? <laughs> I couldn't even come up with the word use. <laughs> but I didn't know. I didn't even know what you were going for. So there we go. Multiverse? That's not it either. It's been both Kendrick and I have been having a day, so I feel like I'm a little Ooh. brain dead. Boy, oh boy. That White Lotus uh, finale like took me out. Like my brain yeah. kind of like you. I think it was like too much. Um, too much predicting, too mm-hmm. much going into it. And so when it did finally happen, I was like, uh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew on, that was going to happen. Right. I was on. Well, I, I figured as we went along, I was like, Tanya's not going to make it out of this. Just, <sighs> I was like, Tanya's not. But I love the whole coming out of the room shooting thing. Like, I that loved was, it. That was everything I needed right there. Yeah, it was it was great. It was fantastic. So, um, there we go. Okay, actually though, real quick though, to my mm-hmm. Apple Podcast listeners, um, I've had a few kind of crazies on IG, and I think they've waged war on my Apple Podcast ratings. So I've got I've gone down to four point seven. To my to my rider dies. Can we do the thing where we go and we rate once a day five stars? Because we know we can do that now, right? And let's get that shit back up. I had a couple crazy um, like conservatives because I you know I post sometimes my political beliefs, and so mm-hmm. I had a couple crazies. Like they, it was weird. I blocked one of them because it was just it was like it just felt like a weird troll account, and then right. they like made another account. And like, I've never had that happen before. They made another account. They were like, you thought you blocked me, but I'm back. (laughs) I've never had that happen before. And then they said specifically, you know, I can always go rate you on Apple Podcasts. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And so I checked today just to see if an episode had posted. And I saw the 4.7 and I was like, I know who that was. Uh They've waged war. It's so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Nothing better to do. I mean, so yeah, like, um, she speak bravo. She speaks bravo. Heads unite and fight this war. I mean, you don't have to. It really. I've got to where I don't even care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of like giving a shit about that number. It, it did used to bother me, but now it's like I do see a lot of really popular podcasts have like. 4.5 and I'm like oh, oh I guess absolutely. it doesn't even matter anymore because people just get mad about dumb stuff and if you don't know 
women for some reason have it a lot harder with that rating system than men do. I don't know what it it's is, true. but people for some reason find women with a yep. voice so aggravating for some reason and so they like purposely leave them just like yeah. they could easily leave them a five star but even if they like them they're like oh, i'll give it a four she has room to improve it's like geez like what what are you doing Kendrick, what's I'm the glad point you said that it, no, it, it's something we've all known for a long time i didn't want to say that myself because then i sound like like a complaining <laughs> woman mm-hmm. and i would have gotten that and saying it myself would have gotten me a bad rating <laughs> Like typical woman complaining about sexism, but it's true. You know what though? I even find myself doing that with women. If Do the, you? Oh, because it's just inside of us. It's like that's what society has ingrained in us. Like we have our own, you know, it, like misogyny runs deep, and so like even I will be like, "Fuck, is that just because she's a woman?" And I'm like, "I it might be." I mean, thankfully, I have enough sense to check myself, but most people don't. Right. But yeah, no, it's real. So, you know, wow. if you guys feel like it, you ha- you can. You really don't. Because at the end of the day, those of you who like the show, we're here. We're cool. Speaking of if you like the show, the Patreon is up. It is live. And guess what? Four whole episodes are already up and ready to go, ready for you to listen to. Pia and I are recapping Vanderpump Rules Season 3, so the first four episodes are already there, ready to be listened to or viewed, depending on what tier you choose. And yeah, so go check that out. All the the, uh, info is in the description of this episode. Um, So yeah, there's that. Out of the way, done. Let's get into White Lotus. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, okay. So I said to Kendrick, I said, white Lotus. I literally wrote Kendrick period, white Lotus period. <laughs> I'm saving it for the pod period. Um, uh, yes. but then he asked for my thumbs up, thumbs down. And I gave four thumbs up, one thumbs down. Mm-hmm. And, and Kendrick's I was the basically same. emphasized. Yes. I basically hit those double exclamation points. Like, yep, 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 yep. yep. Agree, yep. agree, agree, yep. agree, agree, agree. I, felt I like, bet you know what but I bet it's for different reasons though possibly possibly mm-hmm. I w- I felt like I was on a ride like he did such a good job with the suspense mm-hmm. like I was like clutching whatever I could clutch and I was like ah like screaming it was literally like riding oh on a roller god. coaster it was so good oh my god when Ethan and Cameron were in that ocean fighting Ooh. I was like oh my god Cameron's about to die and then he uh-huh. got Ethan and I was like oh my god Ethan's about to die like I was on pins and needles the whole time yeah I, was just, I don't know what to think I didn't, all what, we were trying to do is trying to figure out who's gonna die that's all we were trying to do we're like now this person's gonna die now this right. person's gonna die that's his act <laughs> I um, love that in the the post, you know, like after the show where they do like the talking and breaking down the episode. I love that we basically got confirmation that season three is coming. Thank you. We needed to hear that. We needed to hear it. We needed that. And that That's it may have and that it may actually have some carryover because we didn't yes. get any carryover really from season one to two. But he's like, you may have to stay tuned to see what this whole Greg business is about. Um, I loved the line where Albie's asking Dominic for the money and Dominic slowly realizing like this guy, this kid really thinks he's going to have a relationship. And he goes, how are you going to make it in life when you're this big a mark? (laughs) And he meant it so sincerely. He's like, I will give you the money so you can learn this lesson is basically what he was saying. Like, yeah, I will give you this money just so you can realize like. That's what this is, dude. You are getting played by this chick. 
since we're now talking about them, can I go ahead and give why my I gave one thumbs down go ahead. to this episode? My reasoning was I felt like this is so bad to say, but I felt like something should have happened to Albie and Portia now because both of them annoyed me to no end. <laughs> I hate it when I'm watching a character. You know, it's like a horror movie when you're like screaming at the TV. You're like, don't go in there. Don't go in that room. And they're like, oh, I'll go in this room. It's dimly lit and there are bats flying everywhere. It seems safe. And they just like run into the room. It's like, what are you doing? Like, I, I hate people that just, I don't know. It doesn't seem like, I don't know if it's street smarts, but just don't have like, the common know-with-all to survive the most random of situations. And so, one, I hate that Portia at no point just thought to say, you know what, this guy's bad. I should probably remove myself from him. I could find bitch, my get own a way fucking by- cab. What are right. you doing? That was an option? Why was she like, I can get a cab? I was like, oh, that was an option? Get a cab. Right. Find a train or something like a bus, anything like get there's transportation. You do not you're not subservient to him. You could have gone somewhere, you could have found someone to help you call a cab or something like Surrounded by people. You couldn't be like, Hi, where's Ter how do I get to Terramina? This guy is crazy. Right. Oh, I it's agree. Weird. I it's agree. Weird. And then Albie, I you know, I've been defending Albie for to no end this entire time, but God, he annoyed me so <laughs> he annoyed me so badly this episode. And I'm just like, you cannot possibly. I'm like his dad. I'm like, you cannot possibly think this is about to work out. But then I also like almost I feel like that made me give it like one and a half thumbs down. But then I remembered the fact that Lucia and Mia were winning in life. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give you a little bit back. I'll give it back. It's four out of five for me. I get to say one. I told you so to everybody. That's all I get is okay. I knew that they weren't going to kill the hookers this whole time. I, I stuck not. by that. I, this whole time I was like, I just don't see them dying. I mm-hmm. see them kind of being like they're too, they don't, it's too easy to kill the hookers. And I kind of like that. They're the crafty ones that would be able to make it through no matter what. Not only did she get paid by Albie that $50,000, she got her money back from Cam and Ethan with that I night. Know. Like, look at y'all. Mia's got up. a job. Like, this is amazing. Mia's got a job. Valentina's not going to be kicking him out of the hotel anymore because mm-hmm. she, hello. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, it's not like she's going to, not like Lucia's going to need to be hooking anymore because she got $50,000, <laughs> but still. You think she has to split that with Alessio? I, I, something, something because maybe a little cut. I don't know how much, but a cut. See, I think that he was just helping her out of the nicest of yeah. his heart. I went back and watched that first episode, and I don't know if you notice him in the background of that when she's walking down the street with Mia. It seems like the most pleasant interaction. Yep. Like they're buddies. Every, they're buddies. That's all. Like they are not pimp and no, and, no, you know, not at well. Even at the workers, end, no. even at the end, she's like, "Hey, dude, he just works mm-hmm. at some other hotel. He's like the door guy or bellman or something at a hotel." Yep. They're just like friends hanging out, and they're like that. They have a they have a bit. Listen. In this economy, in this I'm not economy. mad at you. <laughs> you know how much groceries cost? Like, I'm not even mad at you for scamming somebody out of $50,000. If I could, I would, okay? You know what? That's even what Bert says in the car. He's like, listen, unemployment is high right now, so it's good you have a job. Uh-huh. So you just, that's exactly it. Yep. Um, the fear I felt 
Quentin is the guys the guys who played both Jack and Quentin mm-hmm. excellent actors. Yes. Quentin did a Quentin whoever played him I'm sorry I don't have their name. I don't have it pulled up but like he did such a good job of never breaking out of being um so, you know, suave and sweet and mm-hmm. oh, the fabulous gay man but still terrifying me. Mm-hmm. And that's not just because we were like, "Oh my god, we were on to you." It's cuz like he was giving that tone of like the undertone of I will probably kill you and I don't care. Like mm-hmm. he was a great actor. Yep. Jack though. Oh, he's scared me oh my goodness gracious Mm -hmm. like when she can't when she's like where's my phone and then he pulls her into the bed i'm like you just need to run out of the room just run out of the fucking room god idiot that Um, that that is baffling to me that she literally just like stayed laying i don't know why portia and albie just they are on my list they're (laughs) They're on on my list list they better not show up to another white lotus because i I swear yes off obviously great great they to might actually season. good call they might they might you're right they might Ooh, okay portia can show up next season if the plot is that greg is enjoying his life with all that money now and now she wants to avenge her boss if that's the plot okay then okay i'm, I'm okay. there for that i'm there i for like that. that too i like but that. but don't too. bring albie because i thought it was stupid that y'all exchanged numbers after neither one of y'all <laughs> get out of here Ugh. go go Ugh. when harper starts to admit that something happened with cameron the tension i felt She's like, okay, fine. I'm like, oh no, oh, mm-hmm. like, oh, my whole body. And this is why it was just such good tension building from like the writing was just that good because, like, you're start you start putting it all together in your head. You're like, oh, so you were like lying. Oh, you've been lying this whole oh time. My oh my god, he's gonna freak out. This and, whole time, I was like defending her with my life. I was like, no, she just wanted to. She wanted to shit on Ethan. She just wanted to make him feel bad. Like, I I would have never. And they went up there with the intention to fuck. Like, the intention. I can't. It's baffling to me. I, oof. Oof. So good. Oof. So, so good. good. Oh. And, oh, my God, those hot-bodied men fighting in that water. Mm, 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 mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. My the life. shirt when it got yes. did you whoo yes <laughs> oh it was so delicious thank you very much yeah uh okay. the way okay so also great structure where jack tells portia like oh yeah tanya's already on the boat back to Terramina. and she's like uh okay i don't have a phone the whole not being with a phone thing i think everyone by now knows that if you don't have your phone you're in panic mode so like Mm -hmm. that really works for all of us like you don't have a phone right and so when she steals the phone to call tanya this scene is so good with her tanya slowly figuring it out but first tanya goes um listen jack was fucking his uncle and that's what makes portia go okay yeah officially Something bad's gonna happen, okay? Because I would. By the way, you should have figured that out. Well, you didn't need this information, but that was all. She's like, "It's official, Tanya. Something bad's gonna happen." And then Tanya going, "You know what? That was a picture of Greg. That wasn't that <laughs> Steve guy that Quentin called it." And then she puts uh-huh. the prenup stuff together. Uh-huh. When Jack catches Portia on her phone. He's a good villain. He's a great mm-hmm. villain. That actor's good because I was so scared of him. 
Mm-hmm. He's like the guy in like the uh, the Lifetime movie that starts off as like the fairy prince. Oh yeah. But then once you get him in a relationship or married, he's the guy that's like throwing shit at the wall and punching stuff. And, ooh. ooh, just that. Ooh, that why? Why is my pregnant sixteen cheerleader? I don't know. You know Lifetime. Who knows? You know, know Lifetime. <laughs> The it's tension, like the tension now is just so good. Com- it's all angles. You got the tension with Tanya mm-hmm. on the boat. You're like, get her back to Terramina. Mm-hmm. And then you have Ethan g- telling Daphne. And this, Megan Fahey is, I'm obsessed with this woman. Yes. Her, the way when she processes that even Harper, because she had said she liked Harper. She trusts Harper. Mm-hmm. And now it all made sense why she doesn't have any female friends uh-huh. because clearly Cameron fucks them all. Right. And now she's Been like a pattern since college. Yep. And so now now Daphne, when she realizes like, fuck, because Ethan tells her, I think something happened with Cam or something happened with Cameron and Harper. She's like, mm-hmm. wow, even Harper. So she goes, all right, well. Let's do something about it. So let's go have sex over here. Very disappointed we didn't get to see the scene, but I also fully understood the choice not to see the scene. Yes. Very much made sense. Yes. Made total sense. I have an active enough imagination Mm -hmm. that it's okay that I didn't see it, okay? (laughs) Yeah. It made total sense. Mm -hmm. I love the switch of having Mia teach Valentina how to be a lesbian and now the hookers the hookers that Valentina has been fighting all season have mm-hmm. now now she now she's like Lucia and I will take you out to a lesbian club we'll teach you we'll show you how to be a lesbian basically mm-hmm. and she's like and tonight I don't mind being together again and Valentina's like yeah and then she's all <laughs> she's all nice to Rocco and then she mm-hmm. fires that creepy piano player that comes back she's like you don't have a job anymore yep you're out of here. Love that they wrapped that whole thing up. Yes, that was perfect. I'm, I think we all wanted those two to win. So yeah. they won. I think we're all... They They knew that they had to give us something because they knew they were going to kill off Jennifer Coolidge, the fan favorite. Yep. If you're going to go that route, you got to at least give us something. Like, if you're going to kill Jennifer, let us have Lucia and Mia running off into the sunset with other people's money, living out their dreams, and just, you know what, being Italian city girls. I love yes. that. <laughs> walking around this, uh, they own this city. Yes. They, when they were walking around the end, I'm like, okay, they are the queens of Italy. Mm-hmm. We love that. When Portia confronts Jack in the car about fucking Quentin, this uh, actor is so good. Uh-huh. The way his face is, the way he, like, he can't say it, but he's saying, oh, my God. He's like, well, I was going to show you around the island, but I'm not in the mood for it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this guy could d- definitely win awards for this role. Yeah. Really great performance. And this is where she goes, I could just take a cab. And I'm like, so this was an option? Right. Crazy like, to me. But then I she, can imagine. Like, being does, out of the country is already bad yes, enough. Yes. It's yes. like, But I can imagine you sitting there and, like, willingly i know this is probably your only person that you know you know around you whatever but this is no longer it's not like it's you and him against the world this is just another stranger that's out to kill you basically so i mean i know it worked out with him telling you to you know him throwing your phone out of the car you got lucky. by the way he stole so i mean it's all just all bad portia you get girl you gotta 
you, I called her, <laughs> I called her the white version of the black Portia. We know very well because some of her decisions yep, are not dumb. very, yeah, not, not the brightest. Real mm. dumb. She gets in a moving vehicle with him. I'm like, right. okay, you never go to a second location. You're on like location never. number five. God. At least Portia Williams was smart enough to marry for money. See? God. I wish I could. Tanya running around the boat trying to act cool. She's like, oh, let me <laughs> let me walk. And then she runs. Then she drops her phone overboard, which is very foretelling. Gosh. Very foretelling. Right. Mm-hmm. And then going up to the captain. Do you know these gays? <laughs> he doesn't know <sighs> what the hell she's saying. He's just and like, he's yep, like, I'm gay. Yes, too. I'm gay. <laughs> I can't. Then, though, uh, the last dinner with all the couples. First, it starts with Harper crying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did he tell her? I wondered, Oof. like, was that why she was crying? You know what I mean? Like, I wondered. But the way they're like, oh, my God. Hey, Daphne and Cameron are like, oh, guys, we've been texting you. Did you get our text? And they're, they're like. They're so used to this. This is their thing. <laughs> they're like, thing. They're like, have, they're, guys, they're like, join the party, guys. This is actually a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And the speech Cameron gives, he's like, how lucky I was to be paired randomly with this guy in college. And now look at us still in each other's lives. <laughs> and Harper, Get out of here. so great getting to finally, finally getting to know you. She's like, her eyes just widen. Like, are you fucking seriously talking to me right now? Right. Uh, but I'm sorry. This worked for them. It did. It reinvigorated their entire relationship. They fucked that room down, so mm-hmm. good for y'all. Good for y'all. I'm not mad about it. So, <laughs> looks like you just need a little Daphne and Cameron in your life, apparently. There you go. I bet they vacation together again. I bet we'll oh, see them at another White Lotus. I was going to say, <laughs> let's get them back next season, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's go to Love the Maldives that. or whatever the hell they said. I'm like, okay, heard. Let's go. Mm-hmm. White Lotus it up there, please. Love that. Hey, is this... I've for some reason I've never even thought to look. Is White Lotus based on like a book or anything? I don't know. I wonder, or if it's just something someone made up. I'll, I'll, I would love it that. if it wasn't. I would love if it was just right. purely from you know mm-hmm. his own creation. Uh, I'll be I'll be getting played. You know, like just she walks out. She just gives a second of like oh, but then she's like bye. I like kind of don't really feel that bad. It wasn't, too, she lingered just a little, but not too much. I'm glad it wasn't too much and just mm-hmm. like just a little bit, but then she was gone. Goodbye. But I forgot that the trade off, Albie was going to talk to his mom. And that is his, his word is so valued that she answers his phone call finally. Wow. Wow. It was a big trade off. Big I don't know if off. my son telling me that his father's change would make me forgive all of that damn infidelity, but I feel I like know. if Albie is saying it, uh, I bet it's like, wow, okay, you know what I mean? Like that's how his mother doesn't you. know that he's a Marky yet, though. <laughs> exactly, she still thinks that his his opinion is, you know, my the the thing that bothered me most with Albie during this episode was I I have a thing about people it's one of my like triggers in real life and it's one of my triggers like watching on tv when people feel entitled to other people's money it's the grossest thing in the world to me like him just coming through his dad 
and basically guilt tripping him like you don't need the money don't you do this with it do that I, I know that they have their you know his father and son but i'm like i that kind of one spoiled brattery and that kind of like feeling like you have this level of entitlement over someone else's like i don't mm-hmm. i don't care if he's like a skeevy guy he worked for that money like he that's his money and you like sitting there oh well you don't need it give it to her you need points in your karmic like i get the fuck out of here like if you want to that would make me not want to do it even more because i'm like look don't like hold you talking to your mom over me like if you want us to have a better relationship then you would do that on your own don't try to like basically like give me this veiled threat to like get my money so that you can give it to this girl who you'll never see again after today like that's stupid she's not she's not coming to la to see you sorry i feel like that was probably like the kind of the point like albie you kind of pride yourself on being this like amazing guy but you're kind Mm -hmm. of still a little brat yes that's you know that's why like that scene in the airport was so important of all three of them looking back at the girl yeah. she's walking off I'm like yep all three the same kind of creep yep. none, none of you are different than the other one when Jack drops Porsche off at the airport and he's like just go to the airport don't linger at that hotel get out do not mess with these guys mm-hmm. I've Okay, so Mike White said, you know, they was going to like, we're still not sure with the whole Greg thing. He kind of doesn't blame it all on Greg. He doesn't say for sure, right, that it was all Greg, right? He kind of leaves it open ended. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they were going to like hold Tanya hostage or something. I wonder. You know what I mean? I don't know exactly. But because when he says not to linger at the hotel, it makes me think that they would have killed Portia, too. Right. <laughs> it made me think that, I don't know, him saying, like, you don't want to be at the hotel, like, something to that effect. It made me think that, like, he didn't want to be there when they announced that they had found, like, a body. Oh. It made me think that he was going to, you know, like, he knew that she was going to die at some point. So that's why I, because at first I was thinking, like, oh, my gosh, she's pulling out this rope. She's pulling out this duct tape, like, all this stuff. I was thinking kidnapping, too. Yeah. But then when she got to the gun, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's it's over for you because you can just do a knife. You can do mate. You know you can do something else, but a gun that seems finite, especially if you're supposed to get on this boat with this man. Like if you can't, I don't know if you can overpower him or not. But if he gets you tied down and all this stuff, what do you need a gun for? Unless you're you're gonna kill me. Mm. You're gonna kill me. Unless you're trying to intimidate someone. Else. Like you know you're like you know what I mean. See, and that I, I thought that too, and I'm like. Would we need it loaded if that's the case? But I guess, I don't know. You never know. I guess if I was a criminal, I'd probably want it loaded because I don't know what the hell is going to happen. So what was maybe. He, what was Mike White saying about the mob? Did you listen? Oh, did you watch? But did you hear that part when he, because you watched that whole Mike, you watched his little. Yeah. He said something about the mob and I'm like, the mob? Right. I, I missed I, that. The gay mob, I guess. I don't know. The ga- I'm like, who was the mob? I don't know. Val- uh, we we come back next season and Valentina is running the gay mob in Sicily, apparently. Or Lucia. <laughs> or Lucia. We just never know. I'm here for that. Ta- when Tanya's like in the room, like opening up the bag and stuff, Quentin's creepy ass voice from behind the door. Because he does, he still <sighs> maintains that like really polite, like, Tanya, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, he does He never breaks from that. Oh, but it's still so creepy. God, it's freaky. It is. Oh. 
So here's where my uh, my thumbs down comes from, and it's okay. pure, It's purely from a personal feeling. Okay. I don't like that they killed Tanya. I know. And here's I know. why. I thought they did her dirty. I thought that I get that he's like she would die in a derpy way. That's so Tanya. I'm like, yeah, but she didn't have to. Yeah. I thought that it was kind of rude <laughs> to do it. <laughs> I was like, you didn't need to kill her like that. That was really, God, which is a little bit insulting. You could, I thought, it, personally, I thought it would have been kind of nice to have her, this idiot Tanya character, mm-hmm. survive all of this crazy shit and keep showing up at White Lotuses where people keep dying. <laughs> And have she her said, I have all the best adventures at these white lotuses. I think she said that in episode one. Yes. Maybe. And I just thought, like, I get, I understand the symbolicness of it because, like, mm-hmm. she threw her mom's ashes in the water last mm. season. And so then she's in the water herself. Um, mm. But I was like, what a, what a bummer way to kill her. Like, she just hits her head on the boat trying to get off the boat. I was like, Pfft. That was it's, a little bit insulting to a fan favorite character. Yes, right. I get I get that it is it tracks for her character, but I was like, <laughs> all right. That was a little rude. Yeah. I I think what it was for me, because I we went through this whole thing where it's like, okay, Tanya is really we're seeing her put together all these pieces. She's figuring it out. Maybe she has a chance to survive and like all this kind of we're you know, we're going along this whole journey with her. She kills her way, like shoots her way out the thing. And then it's like she was this smart to figure all this out, but she wouldn't think to throw her shoes in the boat first before she jumped. Like, why do you need heels on to try yeah. to jump from here to there? Like that it it took me out of the moment a little bit. I'm like, that was fucking dumb. Like Yeah. What did you need this what did you need those on for? So I get it. I'm I'm the same way. I didn't I did not want her to die. I will say though, I do love that she escaped the bad gays. Like I do love that she got away and from that Quentin they died. And, yes. And that they died too. So now they can't do this shit to anybody else. Yeah. And they can't, you know, it, it wasn't them that took Tanya away. Yeah. It was her own, <laughs> her, was her own stupidity. I don't know. Her own clumsiness, I guess I'll say. Yeah. Oh. So it really left a bummer taste in my mouth because mm-hmm. it was near the end. And I was, I was like pissed. <laughs> right right i was like i went oh my god and then i was like she's gonna come up she's gonna come up and then i sure kept enough, thinking Ugh. they kept they just show her i'm like i and i was a little pissed when mike white explained it he was like well you know it's like a derpy way that's so tanya i'm like i don't care that you think <laughs> it's funny she's now no longer a part of the show right and i'm thinking okay she maybe she didn't want to be part of it. maybe like jennifer coolidge herself was like i'm done doing these i'm done playing mm-hmm. this character i'm i i can't imagine why because it's a good job like it's a great acting role right um i just think that maybe he was done writing for the role like maybe he's like i don't want to write this character anymore she's kind of limiting or something i don't know you know what I well I can't prove it in any way, but I my bet would be on that after season one they really needed to surprise us because I don't think one I don't think that mm-hmm. anyone expected uh God I I just rewatched season one of season what was the what was Murray Bennett's last is that the hotel Bartlett? manager yeah I don't know I, his name him his character I don't think we expected him to be the one 
to get killed, mm-hmm. you know, at the, the end of that. And yeah. I think I think that's his whole thing of like, how can I make you have so much anxiety about each and every one of these characters to where you don't necessarily expect this? Because I think even like me hearing the rumors that she might be the one to die, I never believed it because I'm like, no, she's going to be the threat. She's why we're going to keep having new seasons. Like she's going to be the thread that we follow throughout all these seasons. So I fully expected her to be like, okay, season three, Tanya's coming back. Where's she going to go almost get killed in the world this time? And then bam, she's gone. Yeah. So it's like, well, shit. It shocked the hell out of me. Yeah, it shocked me. Shocked me. Mm. Well, all right. I mean, loved it. Loved the whole episode. It it was great. Like, I don't want to take anything away from it. As I was watching it, I was like, this is so fun. Like, I really, I felt like I was on a ride. I loved it. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Great job. Great writing. Great acting all around. Uh, I just thought that was a little bit rude. It was very rude. What do you want season three? What do I want season three? Well, he said he wants to focus on death. No, where? Like where? Oh, yeah, he where? Did say that though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> well, they Cameron and um, Daphne mentioned the Maldives, like because they went mm. there talking about. So that'd be sexy. I love that. The Maldives would be a very hot location. I loved mm-hmm. Italy. It'll. This was a gorgeous right. location. Wow, mm-hmm. love I that. Kind of want them to go like. Somewhere like in Africa, like maybe Cape Town or something, where there's like safaris and like something like some beautiful like shopping and stuff like that. I Ooh, feel like that'd be a vibe too. And that would too. give us cool music too. Yes. Oh, I can Ooh, hear I that. Would, I would love to hear the theme music for season three <laughs> yeah. if it's in Africa. Now that would be some dope shit right there. Okay, yeah. so let's go with Africa. I like okay. that. I like Ooh. that a lot. Yeah, I already like the theme music. I already hear it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, love it. That sounds great. It's my favorite song already. <laughs> um, I, I would give this whole season. Um, I would give it a nine out of ten. I think I would too. Yeah. Very high. Total. And you know what? Rewatching season one, like back to back, I was like, this is a lot better than I remember. I didn't I didn't think it was bad the first time I watched it. It just wasn't like when I watched it, I didn't think it was gonna sweep the Emmys like it did. Like that that never crossed my mind. So I was like, Oh, okay, white go ahead, White Lotus. Watching it back, Murray Bartlett, I feel like I get his name wrong every time, but you know what I'm talking about. The gentleman, he's so great, just like with everything. Jake Lacey. It's just like he does douchebag so well. Uh, what's the name? Uh, 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 Dodario. Is that it? I forget her name, but she, the one that plays his new wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's, God, I, she made, she had me, not anxious, but she had me just, oh, God. People like her, I'm always like, just leave, baby, just leave. And I'm, I know it's a lot more difficult than that, but I'm like, just leave, just go. And she wouldn't, so. I don't know, what, do you, what do you was, give season one? I give season one because to me, I thought season two was better than season one. I thought it was fan fucking tastic from start to finish. I think I give season one, and this isn't a bad score. I think I give it a seven and a half out of ten. Okay, I think I would give it the same. Yeah, I would go seven. Okay. I just didn't like the characters as much. Yeah. And I really didn't connect with it. So I just have to go with seven. But it's still not a bad score. 
Right. A lot, they did a lot better with like developing these characters over a short time uh-huh. in season two. Like I was invested in probably every single journey uh-huh. yep. on this Agreed. show. And there was like season one. I get the whole thing with like uh Cassie from Euphoria, who's <laughs> Sydney Sweeney. <laughs> like I get I all of that. Stand her. And, oh my god, that whole family was just so obnoxious. That whole family. <laughs> I'm like, what is? Why are you so mean to this son? Right. Good I lord. Do, I don't understand why you're allowing this daughter to treat your son so horribly. Oh my god, I'm glad he's. Ooh, he should be 18 now. So let's get him back on a, another season somewhere. Yeah, rowing or something. I don't know. He rowing. <laughs> I'm gonna say, and if he comes back, bring back the guy that the girl was sleeping with, Kai. Mm. I think his name was. He was hot. Bring him the fuck back. Bring mm. him back too. I just we need a lot more nudity in sex scenes. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I have to say though, whoever's directing these sex scenes is not doing a great job. Could be better. Could be way yeah. better. Get Claire Kilner, the one who did the House of the Dragon sex scenes. She's killed it. Mm. Killed it. That sex mm-hmm. scene with the with Sir Christian and yeah, she's we need to get her to do all sex scenes from now on. Yes. Love that. Ooh. All right. Well, thank you, White Lotus, season two. You've been an amazing ride. We've appreciated you. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly thank you enjoyed. for your service. Yes. All right, we are on the home stretch of gift buying weeks, and I have definitely not finished my shopping. But you know what? Nothing is universally more crowd pleasing than skincare and body care. So, guess who I'm turning to? Osea. They have been making clean, vegan, and cruelty-free skincare products for over 25 years, and they're based right here in California, where I'm from. They use seaweed as their hero ingredient, and seaweed is a nutrient-rich superfood with endless benefits, including anti-aging, hello, and moisturization. Osea products are clinically proven to work and they're climate neutral certified. So they make amazing gifts for everyone on your list. I personally am obsessed with the Undaria body oil. You guys have no idea. This thing is the best. It doesn't get oily. You know, body oils can get oily and like ruin any clothing that comes into contact with it. Mm -mm, This thing's moisturizing and delicious. I'm definitely going to be giving that to my aunt for sure, because she's always complaining about her ashy elbows. Ooh, I shouldn't say that. She's going to get mad. Never mind. Love you, auntie. You know what? Now that I actually think about it, she would like the bestseller minis collection as a gift. Ooh, you guys, the bestseller minis collection is the perfect gift and it's only available for a limited time. It is a six piece set of luxurious skincare and body care favorites in convenient and adorable travel size for a complete glow up from the floor Okay. There's the three best-selling face products. There's the Ocean Cleanser, Hyaluronic Sea Serum, and Seabiotic Water Cream. And then the three best-selling body moisturizers, including that Andaria body oil I just talked about. 
It's packaged in this beautiful chic box that's you can totally gift wrap it, but like why would you want to? But they would they would gift wrap it if you wanted it to be. I just know that my aunt, all of the stuff in Osea's line is clean. It's seaweed-based skincare. She's all about checking labels. I am too because my skin gets irritated really easily. So the cleaner, the better. And Osea is all about that. For a gift that will impress, check out Osea's bestseller minis collection. Right now, our listeners get 10% off your first order with promo code SHESPEAKS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll even get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. That's 10% off at Osea, O-S-E-A, Malibu.com, promo code SHESPEAKS. Family Karma? Yes. Okay. Such a good episode. Bros Before Booze. <laughs> good title. Mm-hmm. It starts out with where we ended off that Rishi and Monica, he's pulled her outside. They're under a thing. And he goes, I lied to you. And then, you know, we're like, oh, my God, he's going to admit he cheated. But we obviously <laughs> already saw the preview, which, okay, I have a bone so, to pick with that. Thank you. Thank you. Please if, pick it. If you're going to give us a cliffhanger like that, what's the point of doing the cliffhanger if you're going to then release the first seven minutes of the episode, basically right after you release the episode? So stupid. So what's the point of the cliffhanger? I hate that across all shows. I hate that they release so much of the episode. And then like, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to watch this to like support and do the ratings. But now I got to watch this again. Well, I've seen the first seven minutes of this. So like, let's get the fuck to it. There like, is what are we doing? no point of doing a cliffhanger if you're just going to release it and i get that like they're trying to you know release the it feels like they're trying to release the best scenes of the episode to kind of yeah draw people in but it's like well damn leave a little mystery because last <sighs> week it pissed me off because they gave us that whole omrit versus brian thing in the driveway and i'm like this was such a tense ass moment why not let us be surprised by that now i'm scrolling through instagram and it's all i see i'm like god damn it I have, st- I've tried to avoid cliff. I did this with Beverly Hills uh, mm-hmm. this past season and I tried my hardest to avoid it with this clip, but I got tagged in it so many times that I was like, oh, fine, I'll watch it. Right. But I, any other clips that were released ahead of time, I avoided because I don't need to watch mm-hmm. the whole episode before the episode. It's right. also, it's also because they purposely do it where they cut the clip. Uh-huh. right before the next line that would resolve it happens. So it's intended to get you pissed off so that you post content, comment, uh-huh. engage, blah, blah, blah. And also, there's a reason why shows are edited together in a certain sequence. Yes. So to me, it ruins the flow of the show if you only watch things in these like clips out of order. I'm like, let uh-huh. me watch the episode that was as it was intended to be enjoyed. Housewives, I'm very good about not watching any of those. Like Potomac, they release them right after the episode. I'm like, good God, don't watch any of those. No, neither. Salt, even Salt Lake, which now I'm loving this season. But like, even when I was, I'm like, I'm not watching this. No, I don't. I want to be surprised. And, you know, Miami, if they start doing that with them, I won't watch them. Because, God, I'm, God am I loving Miami. Miami God. is so good. Oh, so good. So I, I'm not watching so those. I just want to Thursday wake up to a good treat and just watch it on my own. I don't mm-hmm. need the scuttlebutt. No. I'm okay with it. Don't need it. Don't need Stop it. Stop it. 
Uh, producer goes, why did you lie? He goes, I didn't know it was public knowledge that Brian <laughs> told me. Now, okay, I know last week I was like, I don't believe Rishi. Zero percent of me believes Rishi. This is why you guys don't ever rely on me for any kind of advice. Because <laughs> now I'm like, you know what? Maybe he's not lying. I'm you, right. I, I'm so you guys. Someone could cheat on me so easily. I'm like, I, I have a. I had a friend. I had a friend. Um, she go. She was talking about this guy that ended up. Com- he was completely cheating on her. She mm. ended up finding his other girlfriend. They ended up joining forces and doing an amazing takedown. It was super fun. Ooh. But but she was talking about how she was talking about how all the signs were there. But she's like. Emily, I'm so easy to cheat on that he would leave to go get us food and be gone for like four hours. And when he would come, when he would come back, I'd just be like, where are the nachos? That's all she's like. But he'd be like, oh, uh," and she's like, I just really want those nachos. So then she would just order herself nachos and not ask any follow up questions. Jesus. So like, like, so he. I without like I like didn't think about it when I saw this clip, but somehow I followed this guy's logic. He's like, listen, he didn't tell me that he told everybody, (laughs) but then he told everybody that he told me, but he didn't tell me that he told everybody that he told me any insight as to why he told me not to tell everybody that he told me. But then he told the entire group that he told me, but then not to tell me that he told the entire group. And I was like, hmm. I followed that, was perfect. that. Yes. I oh my God. followed. And she goes, okay, so you were following bro code. And I was like, <laughs> she got it. There you go. And this is why I am toxic. This is a reminder to everybody. Don't ever, ever come to this show for advice. <laughs> ever. Okay. I know nothing. We're, we're not for you. No. Nope. We're gonna- I am not an advice giving podcast. (laughs) I am not an, yeah, like I am not an advice podcast at all. No. But then she, but then this is where Monica loses me again. She goes, you know better than to lie to me. And then he goes, I mean, I hope this doesn't come between us. I'm like, well, (laughs) duh. (laughs) It is. Who else would it come between? What? And then she goes, have you lied about anything else? Not even the smallest detail. And all he has to do is go, of course not, baby. And she's like, I believe you. And I'm like, now look, okay, even I'm like, well, at this point, I would just assume he's lying about a bunch of other shit. Right. I would start going through my mind and wondering, like, okay, he went to the gym that night. He's usually gone for 47 minutes, but this time he was gone for 58. What the hell took that extra yeah. 11 minutes for him to come? I'd be, my mind would be racing about everything. So, like, now, now yeah. I know you're a liar. Oh, no. If you lie to me, see... Yeah. It's one thing if you like you lied about like uh no I wasn't you know I didn't go here on this weekend and do this or whatever and then you found out that he was in that <laughs> location doing whatever that's one thing cuz that's a big lie. You lied about when somebody told you something. Like that is too small of a lie for me to be like okay you lied about small shit. So I know you lied about big shit too. So now I got to go now I got to go to your phone. I got to go through your phone. I got to go through your phone. Sorry. Not like it matters anyway, because Brian already told you days ahead of time. So you've deleted everything anyway. Mm -hmm. So. See, ladies, this is when you wait till he falls asleep. Like not not then, but if you know you keep your suspicions. Yeah. Maybe about three weeks, four weeks later, you know, somewhere around at a month mark. 
Wait till he's sleeping. We all use the face feature on our phone. Get that phone. Wait till he's sleeping. Put it right up there. Unlock his phone. Go in the next room or go in the bathroom. Act like you're peeing. Act like you want to just take a little shower. You doing da 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 You yep. look through there. You get whatever the hell you need. And then, see, this is what you really need to do. You need to, okay, never mind. You know what? I was about to get some people oh, in trouble. Oh, keep going. I was gonna, it was going to be some illegal shit. I wouldn't go. Oh, put, allegedly. You know, we, allegedly yeah. do this. May you know we we've seen how about that we've seen people you know put some stuff on there that they can you know maybe get to at a later time if they need to check some stuff again. See, oh. I'll be I'll be raggedy enough to if you if he sleep unlock that phone which it you know wait till it does like that. I will go in there. I will change that damn passcode using his face ID and not listen. Y'all got to get smart, Monica. See, do better. yeah, because <laughs> it's Monica. just like. As much as I was like, I followed his logic there. I totally. Mm-hmm. Then when he was like, then when she was like, okay, so you've never lied to me, right? And was and he just trusted him when he's like, no. It's like, well, Child. that's that's not no. I mean, no. Now you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, now you don't believe anything. So what are you talking about? Right. Good lord. I mean, anywho, so Brian meets Amrit for sushi and. Brian, I just like, how can you stay mad at this guy? I know. Because it's Ugh. so cute. Because he's like, okay, I just want to say I'm sorry. I apologize for lying to you. He's like, I just <laughs> thought that like in the next couple days, you would talk to Rishi and Monica and it would be fine. But of course, Amrit's like, uh, do you realize, though, that it looks like you just completely <laughs> tried to tip off Rishi and protect Rishi? <laughs> and Brian's logic is he's like, well... I wanted to let him know because it's Rishi's family that was the one talking shit. Um, it's like, yeah, that's still not going to, that still doesn't track because you could have just also been told Monica at the, like you, it still doesn't track that you didn't also tell Monica. Right. Like you got at this point, you got to keep it real too, Brian. Just say, look, I wasn't expecting Vishal to snitch on me. <laughs> like I was not expecting that. So yeah, I'm busted. Okay. Why Let's did just you move tell the fuck Vishal? On. Like, of all people. And even Vishal's like, why'd you tell me? <laughs> why did you tell people. me? I am the worst Gosh. person you could tell. Oh um, but Amrit admits that he's like, we were all bad friends to Monica. They were. Mm-hmm. They. He's like, we all kept it from Monica and mm-hmm. we all should feel bad. And he's like, so because of that, you're invited to the bachelor party. <laughs> Brian gets up and hugs him. He's so happy. That's all he wanted. He did not want to be excluded. He knew all, literally all of his friends were going to be here. He did not want to be excluded from this. Don't do Brian like that. Not Brian Benny. As he's hugging him, Amrit goes, you've got to take your shirt off. (laughs) I bet. I'm like, oh, the gays would have been so pissed at Amrit if Brian Benny was not at that party. Mm -hmm. They're like, what do you mean Brian is not coming? That's the only reason we're here. Right. In, in some short shorts. You got to put on the exactly. short shorts. Exactly. What are you fucking talking about? Amrit's <laughs> like, guess what? Avni's going to be there. And Brian's like, what? I've been eating like shit because I didn't think she was going to come. <laughs> <laughs> See, let, I want to ask you, do you think Brian is ready to settle down? No. Okay. He is in, in his head. He thinks he is, but not in reality. No, I think that now, like not to see, I have to be careful how I say this because I don't want it to come across that I think he's like fame hungry or anything. So I don't think that at all. I think he's in a position now 
were like he has this notoriety from the show and he is enjoying all of the attention. So I don't think he truly is ready like in that sense mm-hmm. to get married. Now I think he wants to be like, you know what? There's some things out there. I still got some things to see before I only see one thing, you know. I totally <laughs> agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Mm-hmm. So, Amrit and Nicholas discuss the bachelor party. It's going to be at Wilton Manors, which is apparently the gayberhood in Fort Lauderdale. And yeah. Nicholas Nicholas says, Brian Benny has promised he will be wearing short shorts. <laughs> Again, they really had to invite Brian Benny. Like, it was like, yes. you can't not invite Brian Benny. Right. Uh, this is going to be the Chicago friends meeting the Miami friends. Mm-hmm. And this is where they'll be seeing Rishi for the first time since all of the rumors and Uh shit happened but before that we get a pretty dark scene with vish and richa yes and so they are living at i i think i got this right it's the apartment that lopa bought richa in college oh he said that richa's mom bought has two apartments one that she lives in and one that she bought her in college or she bought in college i might be incorrect about that but it is it's rich's apartment yes so sounds good to me rich is this is this is a glimpse into what the real mad rich is her Mm -hmm. eyes were real terror Mm -hmm. like that was real terror Mm mm-hmm and she confronts him on his drinking. And she goes, I heard through the grapevine. And the grapevine being Omrit. <laughs> that was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> someone said, uh, someone DM me. They're like, about the whole Omrit with the drinking and Vishal and whatnot. Because remember, I was like, I feel like there's something there. Like, you know, whatever. Someone said that they think Omrit's just kind of like a producer. And just thinks that this oh. would create conflict. And it sort of tracks that he would make Vish drink and then go mm-hmm. tell Richa, thinking like, oh, this will just make them have a little fight, not wanting to take in and absorb that this is actually a huge problem. But I also don't know if I fully buy that. Because, like, this is his good friend. Doesn't he know? See, I almost want to believe that now because I literally was going to come into this episode and say that Omrit is hands down. We all know he's the messiest on the cast. And I feel like he sometimes creates drama when there is none too. Like the whole thing where he uh he's mad that uh uh Vishal isn't there, but then Vishal shows up and then he just ices him out when he comes and it's like Relax. This feels like right. This feels like moment after moment. So I I can almost go with the theory that he feels like he needs to be uh maybe he's watched Giselle and Kyle and all the all our other produ- Kenya. Okay, <laughs> our other I could producers see that. Like, you know what? I need to do a little producing and make this show. You know, he might have gone to BravoCon and talked to a few people, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Look, this is what you got to do to keep your show on air for at least ten years." And maybe he's just following instructions because it feels a little formulaic. Like he did it yes. on. Cam- he's like, now I'm going to have a lunch with Richa and say, "Oh, oops, was I not supposed to tell you that we had mm-hmm. a drink?" Uh. Mm-hmm. And I hope he regrets it because obviously at the end of the episode, it's like, oh, shit. I didn't realize it was like that. Right. 
Um, yeah. So Vish, he's like, I just want to be like loosened up and be myself. And she's like, you don't need to be loosened up around your best friend. He's your best right. friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this felt like such deep pain from her. She's like, you hurt my feelings from the wedding. You make me feel like you don't want to come home to me. Yeah. And then she's like, I want you to live. And do you want me to talk about all the stuff with your crones that I hold on to? And he was like, no. Which Crohn's can be a very embarrassing disease to deal with or issue Mm. to deal with. So I'm sure he's like, please don't talk about it. Yeah. It's digestive stuff, you know. Mm. Uh, So she has I think he said that she let the marriage license lapse because you only have a certain window of time to sign it. And then Mm -hmm. you have to like go through the process again. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, I'm not going to sign and I'm not going to buy the house. I'm sure like he will be buying it. I'm assuming. Right. I'm I'm assuming. Imagine. I don't know. Right? Because they're going to be closing on it. Right. Uh, And he's like, I promise I won't drink at the bachelor party. (laughs) She's like, or somebody. (laughs) Right. Um, But he's, she's like, you're going to drink at the bachelor party. He's like, I won't. She's like, I don't believe you. (laughs) And obviously the next day at the bachelor party, Amrit and Nicholas arrive. The friends are there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, woo, party, woo. Everyone's, it's here. And then Vish calls. And he says he's not going. He's like, you know, look, I've been lying to Risha, Richa about how much I've been drinking, even though, like, I know I've been drinking more than I say I am. And because of that, I'm not going to come. I'm in a really bad place. And Amrit, it's interesting. I get, I'm going to assume that when he filmed his confessional, when Amrit filmed his confessional, again, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume he's still in, like, producer mode. Mm-hmm. Because he's like, are you fucking kidding me? Honestly, like he's just so extra bitchy and over the top and like not hearing that his good friend Vish and his other really good friend Richa are going through a huge moment that has right. been an issue. They've This has been an issue in their relationship for years. This episode, I've always really liked Omrit. It really kind of put a, a it put a me bad too. taste in my mouth. Me too. Like, from start to finish, from the pouting to me the, too. Oh, uh, it just all ah, uh, Amrit, you gotta you gotta come back from this. Like I, you know, and that's coming from me. Yeah, you know when people like become my favorites, it's usually kind of a problem because yeah, <laughs> you know who my favorites are. So yeah, it, it's one of those situations where like even to me, I'm like, okay, you're doing a lot. And that's not a good place to be. I feel like if I like you, it's a good place of messiness, villainry. Yeah. But it's at this point, it's like God. You're a. It, it feels like you're a bad friend too, because not yeah. only do you always report back what he's doing to other people. Now we have the situation where you've like blown up Monica and Rishi's life. You're Ooh. not supportive of, of Vishal. It's like it's it's a lot going on. It's like you want everyone to think that like you're the one being wronged in all these situations but in actuality you're the one doing the wrong to everyone so it's hard to kind of i'm right there with you bad taste in my mouth right now i'm gonna i fully agree uh rishi arrives and right away nicholas and amrit apologize for like not going to him sooner yes they should (laughs) brian Brian arrives and the gays go wild They're like, oh, one of the white claws is empty. Oh, make that two. <laughs> uh, they go to the gay bar. And mm-hmm. at the same time that they're showing the footage of them at the gay bar, the aunties are like, I hope they don't drink too much. 
There at one point they Would show love. they show a shot of one of the yoga dancers having a bandana as like a I don't even know what you would call it. I've never <laughs> seen it fastened like that. Mm. Like it's not because like, let's okay. So a bandana can be used as like a triangle or a square. Mm -hmm. This wasn't used as the normal. It was like they put it, they put it <laughs> around one butt cheek and their ball, like sideways <laughs> and their ball and their dick. And then they wrapped it on one <laughs> only around one butt cheek though like so their balls and their dick were going to one side and i was like i need more information that looks painful it, so it's like a you know how to have like crotchless panties was it like a, a cheekless underwear i don't know what it, was that i'm gonna try to i'll go back and try to get a <laughs> screenshot of it because okay. i was like wait it didn't look I'm like this guy's dancing in this though. It's like this is he's like clocked in for his shift. So this was his committed attire uh -huh. for his dancing. But I, I was mean, like listen, one I'm sure he got a lot of tips. One butt cheek was fully exposed, but that meant like for the whole night his balls and his dick were up against his right leg. Oh. And that sounds I mean, ow. And you're doing all that dancing, so you're sweating, so That's it's what sticking I'm saying. and oh. It doesn't yeah. look comfortable <laughs> at all. Not a good look. No. Do you see what I'm saying? It just looks very uncomfortable. Uh, and then they're probably sticking money in there. So then the, the tips are. That's what I'm sticking. saying. I'm uh. thinking about the money aspect <laughs> of it. There's a lot of money that goes into it. Ooh. Okay, you get it. You get it. I get it. If I anyone has it. ever been, if anyone's ever been to a. Um, a gay bar where there's dancers. There's got to be room for the money to go in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got to be. There's got to be room for the money to go in. Okay. Um, Rishi pulls Amrit outside. Wait, hold on. Before that happens, though, Brian and Rish have a confessional. And and <laughs> Brian's like, this is like OnlyFans. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich is like, it's kind of like that. And Brian goes, should we make one? And Rich goes, what, <laughs> together? And Brian starts laughing so much. He's like, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> anyway, just, though. Just to be clear, I would absolutely subscribe um, to that, I was like, way. yes, you should. One yes. Yes, you should, 100%. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes but yes. now Rishi takes Amrit outside to chat. Amrit looks, like, so freaked out. Amrit's not uh -huh. used to actually being confronted directly, so he's, like, all panicked. Uh-huh. Uh, and he and Rishi's is like, you put me in a really bad spot. I had to talk to her dad for an hour, <laughs> <laughs> which was really uncomfortable. Uh -huh. And Amrit's like, look, I don't believe it. I think you're a good guy, but please don't prove me wrong. Bloopity bloopity. The, it, I, I kind of love that he he took a page out of Amrit's book and ruined his function for him. He's like, no, I'm going to pull him outside. Not when we get back to the house. I'm going to pull him outside right now mm -hmm. during the middle of the shenanigans. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to confront you and leave a bad taste in your mouth for the rest of the night. And then I'm going to go back inside and put some money in this one bandana ass cheek man that's on stage yes. gyrating right now. Boom. It's it is really jarring too because when you go from a loud club outside to the quiet and then have to go back in, it's kind of like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm off my game. Yep. 
Uh, no anytime, anytime the Benny family has a confessional, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. Brian talks about because they're asking everyone like, oh, did you have a bachelor party? Did you have a bachelor party? And then when they ask if Mike had a bachelor party, he's like, no, but my friend did. And Brian goes, yeah, when I was little, I found the pictures and it was the first <laughs> time I'd seen boobies. And so I would sneak in and see pictures of them be like, yeah. And, and then Dharma's like pinching him. and He's like, ow, stop pinching me. And she's like, don't fucking tell the world. That we had porn basically in our room that our like child was looking at. This is literally a page out of my childhood because my dad and his best friends went to Mardi Gras when I was a kid. And literally, you know, that's back in the days of Polaroid. So you're taking the Polaroid pictures. And I just remember one day going and we had this for some, I don't know why he put them there, but like we had this big drawer like in our kitchen of just like photos of like everything for like when family comes in town functions like all kind of stuff and i opened it up and i was looking through like there was an envelope of pictures i was like oh that's a new contribution what's that so i opened it up titties galore in this up and down bourbon and on on the banisters and everything i was like oh my goodness what is happening right now what is this what is what am i encountering and then clearly it, it must have scarred me very I was like, and that is when you knew you were gay. <laughs> yep. I was like, it must have scarred me for life because who knows? You were like, and not into that. Yep. Top, all right. Good to know. <laughs> That's what it taught you. Like, oh, this does nothing for me. At all. <laughs> like, oh, th- those are fascinating. Okay. It was the opposite of what happened to Brian. Exactly. <laughs> Brian was like, yeah. And you were like, oh, that's cute. I'm like, hmm. I'm like, what are those? No, okay. <laughs> you were like bored. <laughs> so the next morning, bachelor party, there's a food spread. Lots of like, I wonder if Vish is going to show up. I wonder if Vish is going to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, where's Brian? Brian needs to go to the mall to get a 90s outfit. And Nicholas goes, more like his mom needs to take him to the mall to get a 90s outfit. <laughs> and then they cut to the mall. Or they cut to the shot of his mom taking him to get a 90s outfit. That is the, I, I love them so much. I love them. God, that is so funny to me. Oh my God, they joke about, they're like, they ask Mike, like, what did you wear in the 90s? And they both make fun of him. Like, oh my God, he used to dress up and she makes fun of him, like DJing. Like, oh, he was a little <laughs> DJ with his hair. His fro and everything that he had. Love the whole, him. like, all of them are just like the party family. Like, they're yes. like the good time, like, always just, oh my God, when Brian keeps coming out of the dressing room and he comes out with like little short shorts and a like little Michael Jackson dance. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I oh, love them. God. Can they adopt me? Because, like, what I am I swear. doing right now? What am I even doing? <laughs> I'm loving that Amrit and Nicholas are 80s, though. Like, they didn't realize that they said 90s, but they're like, we're thinking tracksuits, neon colors, side ponytails. <laughs> they're like, that's 80s. They're like, oh, whoops. Yeah. At that point, you've got to say, you know what? It's not a 90s party. It's a retro party. Just wear. Throwback. Yeah. Throwback. You know, wear whatever from another decade. Be whoever the hell you want to be. Just don't copy us because we're not in theme. Yeah. At all. Exactly. (laughs) I love Monica shows up with red wine. (laughs) It's a Merlot. (laughs) Amrit's like, wait, are you seriously showing up to a bachelor party with a bottle of Merlot? She's like, my dad (laughs) told me to bring it. (laughs) <laughs> it is it is absolutely so monica to do that yes 100 percent. i'm glad bali was there loved like, it i feel like we I, I don't get enough bali this season and i love me some bali i think it's until she's like i don't have it in me oh 
Yeah, she looks like she's struggling to like do it. That's sad. This me. is no hate at all, but she looks like she's gained a little bit of weight. Like she's not as camera ready as she was last season, so she's yeah. probably like, I don't have the energy to do it. Right. Um, Ma- Bali when she shows up though, she's like, "Where's Vish and Richa?" And Vish and and Amrit's Amrit's like, "I can't believe he's not here. He shaved his chest for this." Bali goes. <laughs> Well, he would have shaved his chest for anything. Let's <laughs> please, uh, dude. The shot of Rich, Rich and Vish arriving with the penis sticking out of the sunroof—it's <laughs> literally like just the tip of the penis, too. <laughs> I love that because it, it literally Vishal is like not in the mood for this at all. But it's like we're we're coming. We're trying we're to trying. be sports. We're trying. We're just we're give us a little minute. We we need a little time. We're trying though. Dude, That's the way the way Amrit's like, there he is, there he is. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm like, why? Annoyed. The he hell out said of me. he wasn't coming, but now he's there. there you go. Like he, when does he ever not come? Right. He's all literally always there for you. And this if one is, thing- it must be serious. You're the one who fucking told Richa. Mm-hmm. That's the part that made me the most mad. You're the one who told her. And my thing is, it's not like he's missing your wedding or anything. Like it, it, he's missed like a two day bachelor party. Like, and he came to one of the days, I, so it's like it's okay. Like, calm down. And it's Bali right. goes, Bali, Bali, like to Amrit. She goes, "You've popped off enough. You've popped off enough. Stop." So then I was like, "You popped off enough. What did we miss? Like they cut something because he must have been like he must have been like going off about it." Getting I bet because like, mm-hmm. he's then, wasted like at this yep. point. So he must have been going off about the whole thing. Right. Um, I believe it. I believe he was saying yep. some saying some stuff that was he's glad that they didn't show yeah. the camera. And yeah. For his for the sake of his friendship. Yeah. We're glad for you. And we're watching you. Nicholas comes over at one point and Amrit's like, did he say, did, did Vish say hi to you? And Nicholas is like, yeah. And it was like a normal hi. Like, what are you talking about? Right. And he's like, I am not going over there to say hi. And Nicholas is like, you're being ridiculous. <laughs> and then when Vish comes over, uh, he was like, I'm not even, I'm not even talk, talking to you. But Nicholas is like, hi, welcome to my bachelor party. Like, I refuse to play this game. But mm-hmm. Amrit, well, it's, it's like, I'm not doing this. I refuse. I'm not doing this. And I'm like, refuse to do what? This is my eyes so were rolling bizarre. Deep. And I thought I was having a seizure the way my eyes were rolling in my head. Like, what, what, is, like, what even is this? This is just someone that wants to be mad. And I, if, if you want to be in a pouty mood, fine. But it's literally your event. Like, why are you choosing your own party, your bachelor party, to be pissy at? Why? You know this has got to be a big emergency for Vish not to show up to drink. Right. And and then he even, he even goes up to Rich and goes, I don't like your husband. Huh? <sighs> and then even in his confession, he's like, it's honestly selfish on his part. I was like, I don't... I, like, okay, this has to be for the show. Like, it's got to be. And you know what bothered me about that little bit right there? When he goes, I've been there. You know, when he, he mentioned, like, the hospital and stuff like that, I'm like, okay. really? You're bringing up the chromes now when you know uh-huh. that he, the drinking So then, therefore, you it. should know that the drinking is a problem. Yeah. 
It's like, get out of here. <laughs> We're getting so mad at Aubrey. I know. He's... I'm equally mad. I'm glad you're equally there, too, because I was like, yes. I am very, okay, I'm glad you're there, too, because I was He's pissed on off, my too. List. On uh-huh. my list. You were on our list. Oh, um, Bali then goes over to Rishi and has a great Bali moment. Only uh-huh. Bali could achieve something this perfect. Only the only the auntie hybrid that is Bali yes. could give you this. Because she goes, look, Rishi, I'm very impressed you're here, you know, because considering all the things that happened, no one's really checked in on how you guys are doing. We've all like, OK, I'm going to apologize and everything. Mm-hmm. She goes, but just so you know, our loyalties do lie with her, which I was like, you tell him. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and just know that she can hit it hotter and better and just know that you probably can't. Oh, let him know, baby. Let him know. All right, Bali. All right, Grah. I know that's right. We talked about this last week about Richa. And we said that we were upset that she chooses to drink and basically take him on all these drinking events and mm-hmm. doesn't and, and doesn't like not drink in solidarity. But here she is not drinking in solidarity. And so I was like, good. Okay, good. Yes. Because it was really fucked up in our opinion. We said it together. Like, you're going to be mad at him for drinking but then you're gonna go to all these events where there's drinking and then drink so it's kind of unfair however she realizes that this is an issue she will join him and that is amazing that Mm -hmm. is absolutely fantastic it's what he needs yep go richer avni uh is talking to bali bali's like where's your boy brian and She's like, look, we're in different places. I'm ready to get married and have kids. And Polly goes, oh, he's probably already named your firstborn. <laughs> Enter Brian. And Brian, Brian's like in his confessional, Avni's looking good. Probably, though, you know, because like the 90s are like her era. He's like, wait, no, that sounded wrong. Um, you know, because like she lived through it. Wait, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> And this is why, like, they're, you know, uh, but Omni and Brian have, <laughs> like, they have, like, this moment, and she's a very, like, intense person. Yeah. So I have a hard time with it, because she's like, your energy's so positive, and when I kissed you the other night, oh, my God, I had a few drinks, but there was twinkles yeah. in our eyes, and I'm like, take it down. Like, oh God, it, it's so, the the type of people, like, you know what? Working with people like that drives me insane because it's like, okay, it's fucking 8.15 in the morning. <laughs> like, calm the fuck down, first of all. Like, I'm barely here right now. Come back to me at like 11 o'clock when I'm really like in my groove. But like, mm. don't do this. Shit. Like, don't stop. Your energy is so off-putting for everything. Like, calm down. And I was surprised Brian met her energy. But yeah. he met it. He met it in that like cheesy Brian way. He's like, "I'm seeing twinkles now, huh?" <laughs> and then the drunk idiots are like, "Kiss, kiss!" And ain't nobody gonna kiss when you're telling people to kiss. Stop right. it. Uh, and then they live, but they literally go in a closet and kiss. Ooh. Here we go. But thankfully, Avni's confessional is he's a great he's great boyfriend material for another woman. 
Well, I guess we don't have to go down this road anymore. Oh, thank God. I'm like, we're good, still yeah. looking, Brian. Uh, we're still looking. Richa, because she's in the confessional with her, goes, Brian is for funsies. I'm like, yes. Okay, thank God. Because <laughs> yes. I was like, please don't make us go down this fake storyline route of like, right. will they be a couple? Because it's going to drive me nuts. Right. Um, I, believe, Red- I wonder, has he ever gone the route of like, let's just let me actually go to the aunties and uncles and tell them to set oh, me up with someone. I would I love that route. that route. I know. Even I if it was just that. a storyline, I would love right. it. Can we do that? I would love to see because I want to see who they think he'd be good with. Because, you know, parents always think they know the perfect person for you. And then they you beat them and you're like, uh, I uh, would love that. I know. <laughs> That's a good spinoff. Yeah. Because, you know, they did that for Dumbass Shep on Southern Charm. Oh, what a great spinoff idea for the mm-hmm. aunties to hook up Brian and do like a dating show that way. Yes. <gasps> Kendrick. Just like a, when copyright, season... copyright, trademark, yes, fuckers. Trademark, don't, trademark. Even, don't even think about it. We are. Don't do it. He is pitching this to Bravo to, mm-hmm. tonight. Yes. I would love. It's just like a, a little like three episode after the season ends kind of little thingy where you yeah. know we, we follow this journey from start to finish i would love that and plus to give us like i love like they give us so much of their culture and stuff so yes. i feel like it would be so great to actually see more of that part of it like because we we've seen on the show that there are really a lot of different representations whereas like some are so traditional where others are a lot more modern and so it, i think the weaving of the modern and the traditional on a dating show would be so good to see because we don't see it really often we see a lot of just formulaic kind of bullshit like the bachelor nowadays so i would love another component you got to keep our interest nowadays so i like that brian good bravo idea. let's do it he would put love it on it peacock i'll watch it yeah, that's a great idea. It's there super easy, too. People love dating shit. There we go. Uh, all right. Amrit's wasted. Wasted. So he's uh-huh. on the couch, and he's, like, making everyone, like, he's like, everyone lay on top of me. And poor Vish is so awkward. He's like, hey, hey, Amrit. Hey. <laughs> Amrit. And Amrit's like, I don't like you. Uh. And <laughs> Bali's like, just shut the fuck up and stop being an asshole already and go talk to him. Right. Uh, so they God go. Bali. God, right. So they go outside, and on their way, like the confessional, Omrit gives when he's like, "I just feel like I've always been there for him," and I'm like, "He's here." You're right. <laughs> he called God. and said he wasn't coming. Like it's not like he didn't call you. It's not like he just ditched you. He called and said, "Like I'm in a bad place." Like you told. He didn't say like you told Richard, but you told Richard. That I drank right. the other night. Now I'm in trouble. Like, you mm. did this right before the fucking bachelor party. What do you want? Right. It's your fault. Sorry. And so I feel like the theory that maybe this is all... Okay, There's a th- that's a nicer theory that maybe this is all producing. Mm-hmm. There is another more savage theory. Okay. Um, And it is sometimes like you've got... Like, a power gay is a real thing. Yes. And he's a power gay. Mm-hmm. And he's With the briefcase to prove it. <laughs> a minority. He's an mm-hmm. Indian lawyer 
who just made partner who's mm-hmm. on a TV show who you know so it's like it also is possible that he is just that spoiled and does expect to be the center of attention like he came back from from wherever the fuck he was and started causing a mess with Anisha and Vish right off the top yep so he may just be this selfish and this messy, but yep. because Vish is more obviously a mess, we didn't clock it. Right. You know what I mean? So, yes, it could absolutely be producey stuff, 100%. Mm-hmm. Totally could. But this does, it, it felt a little bit more natural for him to be like self centered. It, his colors are showing. Yeah. True colors are and, really kind of showing. You know, I think we, like, in the gay community, we know the power gay. Mm-hmm. They are savage. Mm-hmm. And so this looked like when Vish was so vulnerable and was like, I'm not comfortable being sober at this party. And he starts crying. He's like, I don't think I'm interesting. I feel like a fuck up. I think I do have a drinking problem. And that is a huge thing to admit on right. camera to your friend to and to yourself. Mm-hmm. And Amr looks disappointed. Right? Like, if this was just a producey thing, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right. Now we'll go to this storyline then. Right. Instead, he looked awkward. And it was like, I mean, I want you to fix yourself. And I know I we believe he loves him, but it was the way he goes, I wasn't going to pressure you, okay? If you came last night, I wasn't going to pressure you to drink. I'm like, yes, you would have. You always do. <laughs> That's all you've done this whole season is every time they go, you go anywhere, you pressure him to drink. So let me ask you, do you think this was a moment of like kind of realization like, oh shit, I've been acting an asshole this entire day. He's actually like revealing something like I have a drinking problem. And so do you think it was kind of a selfish thing of, oh, wow, now I'm going to come across as the bad guy in that situation? That's probably an element of that for sure. Uh, Good call. Probably for sure. He's like, fuck this. (laughs) He's like, oh, uh oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this episode. He changed tones immediately. Yeah. Um, and Vish is confessional. The producer's asking him about it. He's like, yeah, I definitely am going to have to do something drastic about it. And it's sad because when he goes over to, when Vish goes over to Richa at the party, he's talking about how he has, he's like having a hard time. And she's like, well, don't have anxiety over it. You're fine. Very dismissive. Mm-hmm. And I feel fucking bad for him. Right. You know, because when you're the life of the party guy and you've caused a lot of damage, it's tough to get that level of support you need because the person that you've caused that damage to is mad at you. Right. Like they're resentful, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have a lot of, they don't really feel like coddling you. Right. So you've got to find some support and you've got to find some language mm. that's that you've not had before. And next week, when you hear Lopa saying, you think Vishal's a perfect guy? And then she sticks up the middle finger. I'm like, I don't know what that's in <laughs> reference to. And I'm hoping this this guy who's about to go on a very, because it's really tough for men to go on journeys like this. Yeah. Not, you know, not like it's not hard for women, but it's really hard for men because admitting requires, something like that, like it's so yeah. much vulnerability. It requires a level of self-actualization that a lot of men 
do not want to do. Not necessarily they can't do. They're not interested in really kind of turning the mirror on themselves and saying, wow, I'm kind of shitty sometimes. Or, wow, I'm, I have a problem. Or, wow, I'm, you know, whatever the situation is. A lot of men don't, they have too much pride to do that. And that's what's sad about and it. And this is really the character arc I needed selfishly mm-hmm. to be able to get on board with Fish because he was triggering the fuck out of me. Mm. He, I really, I remember we talked about how you said you like, you know, you found Vish attractive, and I was like, mm-hmm. you can have him. I can't stand him. <laughs> yes, and that's it's because of this, this like little man baby like inability to yeah. sink into his reality. This is what I needed. Self is like, what the fuck do I need? But like, mm-hmm. I, I was like, okay, here we are. I needed him to settle. I needed him to, but it's a dark thing to look at. Thankfully, mm-hmm. he's got a great family. He's got a fantastic support system in theory. But he's been, I mean, having Crohn's is a very embarrassing thing. I had a friend who had Crohn's mm-hmm. and it's just digestive stuff's very uncomfortable and it's hard right. to talk about. It's very embarrassing. So I feel like it's probably made him feel, I mean, he's a gorgeous specimen. Look at his body. So right. clear, like clearly it's not like harming him too much in the looks department Mm -hmm. but it's a very like vulnerable that's a very vulnerable thing for him too so Mm -hmm. this is an interesting story arc for him and now like think about it all this time it's been like Amra he's so great especially last season when he came out to his grandma like we were like oh my god mm-hmm. now we're gonna get Vish kind of we love the vulnerable we love that kind of stuff the like the you know the realization of who you really are and then Amrit's looking like a total asshole mm-hmm. and and Rich is not looking great either in my opinion yeah both of them really gotta they gotta do a complete mm-hmm. like 180 and kind of figure this shit out because he's like desperately trying to like figure out what's going on and neither yeah. one of them seem very sympathetic. Amrit is just very both actually both of them they're both just kind of like matter of fact people so they don't do a lot of sympathy and it's weird to that someone like Vishal is like emotionally attracted to both of them in oh, the way that he point. is. It's kind of it's kind of weird, right? That was deep. I loved that. Thank I, I feel like I'm in my Iyanla bag right now. You are so- <laughs> This is very Iyanla fix my life right now. Yes. We we need we say it a million times. We just need a quick Iyanla check-in from on yes. all on all the shows. Yes. We just need like one one Iyanla moment a season. She just comes in. You know what <laughs> Can I would you imagine? kill for? I, if if we could get Iyanla to host a Potomac reunion one year. <laughs> oh my God. Talk about TV gold. Oh my God. Oh, I would I love had, that. I had the shadiest idea. I don't know if you guys saw it on my Instagram, but I would be mm-hmm. so up for, and this is savage, I know, a Robin Giselle season long feud. Hmm. <gasps> Oh, I'm j- because they could take it. They could take it and they'll bounce right back. They could take it. They could mm-hmm. be- just because Robin is really showing a lot more like she's really she like her relationship with Candace. I didn't realize how close they'd gotten mm-hmm. and like her ability to kind of come to you know, come to a conclusion with Wendy. Giselle is still trying to be the same messy, 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 messy. And so I could, I would, I could just see just a tweak, 
And like a whole season, Ooh. a whole se- this would be a really interesting dynamic shift for the whole cast. It would be, you know, it, and you know what? Because I feel like most of them would probably, even though you know, I I've said it a million times, Potomac revolves around Giselle. She's the yeah the one that drives the ship. We we all know that. It, some people are in denial, but we all know that. But I feel like the cast would probably more so flock in terms of friendship towards Robin exactly. than they would Giselle because exactly. Giselle is the one that more so does the dirty work on uh-huh. the outside. And so I feel like they would all kind of, you know, like, uh, you know, so Candace, she's on Robin's side. Uh, Karen would be a toss-up, but I think Karen she'd go more so Giselle. Karen would be so a toss-up. Yeah, I think she would, be a- I would be just because Robin and Karen have feuded so much yes. about like, you know, and so, and brought, and Karen and Giselle have finally come to their own truce. Mm-hmm. So I just think it'd be a really interesting shift. That would be, ooh. I know. I would, be, I would be crushed, but I crushed. mean, it would be, make for great TV. Crushed, <laughs> but they would mm-hmm. find, I feel like they'd find their way back together. Yes, Absolutely. And but I it probably wouldn't happen because they are at the end of the day too close. They Besties. they love each other too much, and mm-hmm. nothing could nothing could really because what the thing about them is they do. I don't even know how I got on this topic. We <laughs> talked to, oh because you talked about Ayanla, yeah, uh, Ayanla hosting the reunion because they can confront each other mm-hmm. and still move on. Like they yes. like Robin confronted Giselle in her face on camera, and they just they still are cool. Like that's the mm-hmm. difference with a lot of, a lot of housewives alliances. They just don't confront each other. Yes. So when there's even one confrontation, that's what starts the feud mm-hmm. as where they can. So they most likely won't, but I just think it would be a very interesting shift because people always want Giselle to have, no one takes Giselle down. And I swear Giselle is just waiting for her turn, but no one takes it. So she's like, okay, <laughs> right. I'll just keep going. Like me in the driver's seat again. That's fine. <laughs> I swear. In her mind, she's like, still nothing? Like, you guys are not going to come again one more season? Right. So she's like, I, She does right. not take this shit personally. This is like no. her job. So she abs- she absolutely would probably respect the people that came and were like, no, this is your takedown season. You're going to fuck down. But she well, says, they and won't she do it. appears like she takes it personally. People are like, oh, she gets all mad. I'm like, well, she has to. Otherwise... She won't look like she's doing it right. So she has right. to appear like she's really pissed off. Right. But just keep going. Right. Like, you guys, like, she, that's why she, I swear when she's like, Chris made me uncomfortable. It's like she was expecting some kind of retaliation. She's like, mm-hmm. and now you're going to go dig something up? No. All right, well, <laughs> she's waiting for it. I swear. You know what? We probably won't get that. We probably won't get a Robin and Giselle feuding. But I feel like the next be- the next best thing, which could really shake some shit up, is if we actually got a true friendship between Candace and Ashley. Because I feel like that could God, really unstoppable. kind of divide some shit. Unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Unstoppable. That moment at that dinner where uh, Ashley was going at Mia and then Candace was like to Jacqueline, to, was like aren't you gonna jump in that's your friend and Jacqueline was like shut the fuck up and she's like ooh ooh <laughs> there are moments where I'm like should we pick it back up again but I'm like no 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 yes. I'm, I'm too scared you know what that remind you making that sound just reminded me of the most random thing in the world but do you remember the episode this past season of Atlanta when Kenya and Sheree were with um Oh, what was her name? Uh, Rowan at the the fashion show, like trying to like interview models and stuff like that. 
And then after that fiasco, Kenya was telling Sheree, she's like, you need to get like some real models. Like you need, you need to get some real people in here to know what they're doing. And Rowan just kind of casually walks by and she's like, you need a budget for real models. And then Kenya, st- oh, <laughs> Kenya loved her. She did. Loved Rowan. She's like, oh whoever this is, we need to have her on every season. I need way more of her. Yeah. Way more of her. Um, wow. That was some fun little tangents. No. Uh, okay, I'm guys. Weird movements. It's my dog, y'all. It's not anything else. I Don't knew. The, I knew. I knew what. <laughs> I knew what you were doing, and I was like, I want her to. Can she pop up? Uh, she's been trying like all episode. Come here, baby. Yeah, Come she here, can baby. pop up and say hi. 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 Yeah, oh, oh. Hi, hi, she got a new pink collar too. I hi, love baby. her pink collar. Hi, baby. hi girly girl. Oh, oh she's my so happy. She's so excited. She's like, she's I finally. She... She's like, I finally get to be a part of this show. She's a star. <laughs> she is absolutely a star. We got to get her on somewhere and make me some money. I swear to God. <laughs> okay, baby. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Well, she's fussy. So okay. let's just wrap this up. Oh, okay, guys. Love you. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to support me, please go to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. Also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. And if you haven't already, please rate, review, and subscribe to the pod. Thank you guys. I'll see you on Instagram or TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.